Hi, this is Kaneke and Alina, your personal supporters that are here to help you feel truly special. We are on a mission to help you understand your dynamic nature and appreciate your unique talents. By helping you balance your yin and yang energies within, we can foster healing in our global community, one woman at a time. If you want to explore the opportunity to work with us individually, please shoot us an email at herlifecompass at gmail.com. That is H-E-R-L-I-F-E-C-O-M-P-A-S-S at gmail.com. Hello everyone, this is Alina. Welcome back to our latest episode of Unleashing Her Feminine Podcast. So excited to dive into the topic of embracing change. Hello everyone, this is Kanike. And yes, similar to Alina, very excited to talk and unpack the topic of how to navigate and embrace the change in the state of love. So maybe we can begin with a question that I've been wondering. How do you embrace change? Kaniki, with all the things that have changed in your life in the past few months, how does change feel to you? Maybe I can start talking about change in general first, and then I could reflect on how I apply it in my personal space, if that's okay. Yes, absolutely. Most of the time, more naturally, human brain has evolved over millions of years with the instincts of surviving. And therefore, for the perception of change is automatically associated within our brain as danger because it's unknown, it's unplanned and the history or the evolution showed us that something that's unplanned or sudden can result in possible danger consequences. And therefore as humans, we are not wired to embrace the change in the most exciting way. However, if this is the change that is anticipated, that is something we plan for, in fact, we can get very excited and positive about the change. But if we are faced in the circumstances when that change was not planned, we were not prepared for it, and it just happens out of blue, then we automatically go into that instinctive mode of surviving and being cautious about the change. And therefore, people can get very uncomfortable about it. So it sounds like there is controlled change, and then there's uncontrolled change or change that happens outside of our control and change that we consciously make in our lives. Exactly. So if I reflect of the changes that we have discussed in the previous episodes, and we spoke about the move to Dubai, to Singapore, to Canada now, in my opinion, these were the changes that we have planned for, that we prepared for, and therefore for us, it was a positive change. But I think in contrast, if we were forced to move by different circumstances, we might not have been that excited about that change. I guess my next question would be, what are your tips or best practices or maybe some coaching frameworks that you would recommend on how to best embrace unplanned change? Maybe I could give an example of the unplanned change that I've gone through. Mm. The most recent one is March 2020 when we came visiting my parents and we got stuck in Canada for three and a half months. And that was something that we didn't plan. The plan was to come visit for 10 days and leave and then 
it happened, right? And we got stuck, the borders got closed, but for us, life had to continue as normal. So the work that we have in Singapore had to be delivered. And I was in the midst of deploying global learning management system. So imagine the working hours of Singapore in Canada, it's 12 hour difference. So wow, it's a day and my night. <laughs> exactly. So my working day would have started at 8 p.m. local time in Canada and I would stay up. And then we had team calls, individual calls, and then training calls, communication calls. And I know my team and my manager has been very supportive and they said, Kniki, don't stay late, you know, go and sleep. But my sense of responsibility was high because the project was on. We were supposed to launch in mid-May and I had to deliver it. Having responsibility in my top five, I have to get it done. I can't let down my manager, I can't let down the company, I can't let down my team. So that was super stressful. The other aspect, lack of communication with my manager caused a lot of pressure and stress for me too. Because again, I'm the person who has woo winning over others' talent in my top 10. And for people who've got the woo in their top 10, we need regular form of appreciation, recognition that goes through and gets felt when we have regular one-on-one catch-up calls with people. And we, through those talks and chats, we understand that we are accepted, we're liked, we're making the difference. And it gives a sense of purpose, but with the whole craziness that happened globally, we just lost track and everybody was fighting the fire. So we stopped having those regular catch-ups. I was here and there was a lot of pressure, stress, anxiety, and I was experiencing and having some really bad down moments. That was tough. I can definitely relate to that. And I think as someone that usually likes change, embraces change, I think for me, the pandemic has also taken a toll. I was in a similar situation differently. It was related to my professional career during the pandemic. I was unfortunately amongst the many people that got laid off at work. And I believe I've mentioned this at one of the past podcasts. I was working and living in New York City, working at this uh, startup that you know about because we prepared together for that strenuous interview process. Essentially, I got that job. And as you know, that company was founded by two Yale professors. Everybody was from Ivy League schools, incredibly smart, incredibly intelligent, incredibly ambitious. And for me, as someone that has that drive to succeed and as an immigrant, I think a lot of immigrants share that desire to make it in the United States. For me, that moment when I received that job offer was I made it. I made it to the top Mm. of the mountain as a goat that works really hard. And losing that was almost like losing a part of my identity because Mm. Shifting on embracing change that is not so positive, I would consider those changes to be a bit more negative, which is what I want to emphasize during this episode, because we are seeing a lot of layoffs happening again. So whoever is listening, whoever is going through this, this one's for you, because I've also been there. And so my role got eventually eliminated and I was laid off as someone that also has woo (laughs) in their chart. Mm -hmm. It was really difficult because it almost felt like... It was for personal reasons because there was not much communication happening. My direct manager was incredibly introverted and not very involved in the one-on-one. So when I got laid off, it was a very abrupt, sudden change that felt like I had failed, which took a big toll on my you know, self-identity, my self-confidence and self-esteem. And so when that happened and we were still in the lockdown, you couldn't leave the house, you didn't have a lot of distractions. For me, 
embracing that change was probably one of the hardest things because there wasn't a shift or it wasn't because I got another job. It was like one day you work and boom, it's gone. Mm -hmm. How do you move forward and how do you pick up the pieces after that? And one of the strategies that I did was co-associating it with a positive change. So what I did is I took the moment to grief, grief the Mm -hmm. job and also grief that identity that I had built for myself or some expectations that I had of myself, my future self. And I had to let go of that image or of that expectation and adapt to the current reality, which was very unknown and uncertain. And so I was very lucky because my partner was in California. He was in quarantine in where we live now, essentially. So during that moment, he was like, okay, you know what? You can just come to California. You don't have a job. You don't have anything holding you back. So I took a leap of faith and decided to make a move to California. So essentially what I did, which helped me embrace this negative change is associate it and kind of flip it into a positive change of making Mm. a move. So now when I think about losing a job, I feel like that's been the best blessing that's ever happened to me because that has led me to make the biggest move of my life, which then led to so many other things, events. (laughs) It wasn't (laughs) the end of the world. I found a better job. But in that moment, it felt like my world was crushing. It's impressive how now you look back and you see that you had to go through that experience that time looked like the end of the world. But now when you look at it back, you realize that it's good that it happened because you are now much happier, got a better job, you feel better, you look better and everything happened the way it should be. Yeah, absolutely. That's when I also dive a lot deeper into my yoga practice and spirituality and just faith in general because there is nothing else I could lean on. Another practice or tip that I want to share with embracing change for me in particular as someone that is generally a doer, I derive you know, my self-confidence from getting results or achieving something. That's just how I get my uh, confidence boosted when I use my creativity or I'm also always in the action. So what I did is I decided to pursue an aggressive yoga practice. So without any background in yoga, I mean, I've taken classes here and there. I decided to try to do the yoga headstands. So I was going for the most challenging pose because for me, that was an opportunity and an outlet for me to rebuild that inner stamina that I had lost because you don't have a job, you don't have anything to do during the day. And I'm just not someone that can sit still. I just need something to do. And that was a great way to challenge myself and to rebuild my confidence. But most importantly, find an anchor and find my confidence outside of my job. And so my question for you would be, how did you adapt to working those crazy hours? Although, you know, for you, it was such an unexpected change. Did you have some strategies that kept you motivated or kept you inspired and positive? about the future, even though you didn't know what was going to happen, essentially. I did two things. One thing, I started meditating more and it helped a lot to spend the time to meditate, to appreciate. And as I mentioned to you earlier, be thankful for that moment because that happened for a reason. Number two, I reached out to my peer coach, a friend of mine that we've gone through the coaching program together. So she asked me a very good question. What is it that got you here to the role that you're doing, to the job that you got 
How did you win over the respect of your manager? What is it that has helped you? And I took a few minutes to reflect and I said two things. One, my boss always tells me, okay, I can always rely on you. You get the job done no matter what. So it's my huge sense of responsibility. And number two, Kaneke, you're one of the most positive people that I ever worked with because no matter what, you're always smiling, you're cheering up, you're enthusiastic and you move things forward with a big smile on your face. And then she asked me, okay, how often do you demonstrate that now in your work? And I realized that the past few days during that time, I was actually not doing any of that because I was stressed. I was overthinking. There was a fear of losing the job. There was a fear of letting down the manager. There was a fear of many, many things in my head, everything, but not my sense of responsibility or positivity. So she said, why don't you try that? And I said, good. What can I do to play on those of my strength? So I said, okay, let me go back and focus on my deliverables and put responsibility in action. So the whole shift in my head happened and I got back in the routine. I worked out the schedule and approach to get it done. The launch of the product was mid-May and I worked out with the team, with myself. So I have artificially, I guess, built up an approach where I had control over the situation. And as I said earlier, if it's a change that was not planned, it's a stress. But if it's a change that I'm prepared for, it's no longer stress. And I feel like I am in control of the situation. All dynamics in my head changed. And the moment it got changed within myself, everything else around me has positively changed. And boom, I was back on being myself, smiling, cheering, laughing, getting the job done. And it was a huge success. So my tip is when you're faced with an unplanned, change, reflect back on your talents, on your strengths. What is it that got you here? And reflect how can you play on those strengths during that moment and think of how utilizing those strengths, you can build up an approach where you can control some elements of that change. I love that. And I'm just referencing for those that have not taken the Gallup strength or are maybe not familiar with some of their talents or strengths. You can always go back to some of our previous episodes so it's especially how to discover your uniqueness to kind of find those anchors of strength if you don't have the resources to take the Gallup strength. But as always, we always recommend the Gallup strength finder just because it outlines and identifies your strength that is so easily accessible through a report. But one of the tips that I, I took from you, which I can also relate to, is when you're facing change, with change comes the fear of the unknown and the uncertainty. And one of the ways that we can navigate it is focusing on the things that we can control and we can simplify that by making a plan of action and seeing what we can do right now in this moment mm -hmm. and take a small action towards that step. So I think, you know, usually what we do when we're faced with the unknown or the fear of uncertainty is we start to catastrophize of what can happen. And I think this may be an evolutionary response that we have. Our amygdala is the stress response is thinking of all the ways that can go wrong. But the great thing is that we can rewire it and we can manage it. And one of the great ways is simplifying or setting a structured plan of the things that we can control that's within our control. For example, losing a job, losing a loved one, or going through negative change is often associated with something that's outside of our control. But what we can do is take small actions right now in our day to mitigate that change. So whether that would be meditating, doing yoga, something to fill up your cup or make 
you feel better, that will energize you or lean on activities that bring you joy. Or if mm-hmm. it's something that is within your control, like losing a job and then deciding to move somewhere else, right? That's, I think that is something that I did is, okay, I'm lo- I've lost my job, but what can I do to make sure that this change turns into something more productive or something more positive? For me, it was, okay, I have nothing else to lose. I have nothing holding me back in New York. Why not make a change from the East Coast to the West Coast? That's huge because I think a lot of people right now, as we speak, are facing a lot of changes. My last question would be, can you maybe share other tips on how to mentally prepare for changes or how can we prepare our nervous system for how can we become more resilient so we can face those changes? I can think of two simple tips. One, building on what I said earlier, reflect on the past. Think of the examples where you were going through unplanned change. And at that moment, it did seem like an end of the world, but yet you did it. So if you reflect back on what helped you to go through that experience and how can you replicate it now? The other thing is if you're already caught up in a change that is not planned, you can talk it through with a coach or in your head, depending on what works for you, and think through of the possible scenarios and test potential options. So option A, if this happens, what can I do? Option B, if this happens, what can I do? Option C, and come up with a few options because that way, again, you consciously build up approach where you can have a control over the situation. And it feels way better because if suddenly that happens, you're no longer reacting in panic, but you knew that this might happen and you already have a plan on how you're going to navigate that. Anything from you? Yeah, for me, they're more uh, non-conventional ways of doing that. <laughs> I think for me would be experimenting with my environment. I often feel like if I put myself in the state of constant change consciously, I build that resilience in my nervous system to then face unplanned changes. So for example, I'm someone that loves to plan around with my interior design at home. I'm constantly changing the position of the plants, the books. It's just something that I like. Again, I'm someone that strives for change, obviously plan change because I have strategic in my top strength and ideation. So I'm constantly ideating new ways of doing it. But I think even if you don't have those strengths, try to experiment with the environment that you have, changing things up in your home environment so that you're constantly in that flow of energy, right? So there's move of energy that's happening in your house, or that could also be experimenting and changing recipes, changing up your routine. You don't have to fully change it, but trying things out will eventually make you a little bit more resilient towards unplanned change because you can always shift back or you're already in that momentum of so-called flow where you're just flowing through life. So that would be my tip. And I think at the end of the day, always have a positive intent behind anything that happens in your life and look back and appreciate that now like, oh gosh, good that it happens because today I am where I meant to be and I feel so good. Even if it seems so tough, so sad, so strong, so whatever, have a strong faith that there is a good reason behind that. 
Oh, I love that. I think positivity is definitely key. And there's this quote that I love that says, your attitude determines your altitude. It's how can you embrace each moment with positivity, even if it's unplanned, maybe shifting your mindset or reframing it into why is this happening to me to what is this teaching me or what do I learn from this experience and how can I grow from this experience? Even losing a job, it's not the end of the world, although it does feel like it, but it only makes you stronger and more resilient because now I for sure I am not afraid of losing my job because I've been there, <laughs> I've done that. So now I know that everything happens happens for a reason. So positivity is really the key in embracing change, whether unplanned or planned. That's all for today. My name is Kamike. And my name is Alina. Until next time.